What's up, people? Good people of Earth. We are back. We are back. We are back. Took a one way hiatus, but we're here. We you know, alive. working stuff. Oh, man. So today, it's going to be a musical episode. We're going to talk about music. It's going to be a series of episodes. So we decided to do something new where we just didn't make this like a mini, I guess, mini kind of like a. A little mini series. A mini series on. Because there's like music is such like a well, wide topic. Well, music is also big in Colorado, bro. We got so many artists. There's so we got, many artists. We got the we... homie like Ray Lyle, the homie Sife, my boy Tucson. You know, go check out his new song, blah blah blah, on all platforms. Well, almost all platforms. Spotify is kind of tweaking right now, but go check that out. Check out Ray. Check I just out. said Ray, nigga. What's up? Bro? <laughs> like, bro, check out Ray again because he's so dope. Check out Ray three times. No, check out my boy Sife. My boy Sife just dropped his music video for half a mil. Mm-hmm. Go run those numbers up. But, um, man, we, let's, let's just jump into a few things. Um, first thing we want to address, are all you niggas stuck in the 90s? Oh, my God. Man, y'all get on my goddamn nerves with this. Oh, I, all these rappers suck. They're not as good as Tupac. I'm like, bro. First off, Tupac's overrated as <laughs> fuck. Hey, you know, I wouldn't even say overrated, bro. Like, uh, uh. Tupac is like, okay, he's good. Don't get me wrong. But there were so many better artists But there were so many the better 90s. artists, yes. Like, like bro, if I had, could name my top 10 artists during the 90s, Tupac probably be like, 20. not even top five. I put, I'd probably put Tupac in my top 20. You know what? That's what we should work on. We should work on making like a top 20 artists, rap <laughs> artists of all time. And you can post that on our Facebook if y'all hear this episode at the Modern Saying Podcast. Um, We're on Instagram too. Instagram, all that fun stuff. But man, like, like hip hop is... It's evolving daily. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if you're stuck in the 90s, man, I feel really you need bad. To grow up. I feel bad for you, bro, because there's so many great artists out here, bro. There are some artists nowadays that would wrap circles around cats in the 90s and like, the 80s. Well, the 80s had that different flow, but, you know. 80s was more like. 80s was like Curtis Blow. And, That's true. But for real, like nineties, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that nineties hip hop wasn't. good. I love the nineties, but it's I love like nineties, bro. But like, you just gotta evolve your mind. It's like, like anything in the nineties, you just gotta grow up. Like, right? It was good at the time, and like, it's that nostalgia. That's factor. what it is. It's this and like, shout nostalgia. out to my barber at Jordan's Barbershop on the I twenty five and uh, I live. I live. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, my home, my uh, barber Houston said it best. He was like. You can't compare the decades. You can't compare the timelines because there's they they the issues that they were having back then were completely different issues than they have now. Well, Rap- well, except you know NWA wrote "fuck the police" and we still out here yelling. Right, fuck and the like police. they still have like they still have relevant topics, but like back then you had East Coast West Coast. Now back it's then you more- had you know crack, and now we have. These rappers who were high as hell off of Xanax, and, and they're like that. glorifying taking drugs. Back then it was like, and like I could see. Where people like why they like '90s rap so much? Because back then, a lot of '90s rappers were telling kids, "Don't do drugs, don't grow up in the streets, don't do all that stuff." But then now, it's like a lot I, of rappers feel, are like. But I felt like the '90s was more, you know, if we're talking drug related. I would say the '90s was more, don't we? You know, we got to sell drugs to survive. You know what I'm saying? And in the early 2000s, like the Ti, Soldier Boy, Rick Ross, Rick Rick Ross, D4L days. Y'all remember D4L, the Laffy Taffy niggas. Um, you know, they praised being the drug dealer because they had the flashy cars, the shiny chains and all that fun stuff, you know, the newest Jordans, you know, off the, all of uh, dope money. And now, in like, you know, the 2010s and 2020s, psh, let's just rap about how many Zans I popped on this plane. Well, right. Wait, unless you're Drake, you popped half a Zan. <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> no, no, and he didn't, that wasn't, that was, that was, uh. Famous Dex. I was. Which I like famous... I, that's the thing. I like Famous Dex. I like a lot of these new rappers. I like bro. a ton of uh, new rappers. A lot of these new rappers aren't like... This is like... Also, like my top 10 right now is probably Travis Scott. And I'm talking rappers, not like singers. But we're going to do Travis Scott, um, Lil Mosey, Lil Uzi. There's going to be a lot of Lil's in this list. Gonna be a lot of Lil's. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a lot of lils in this list, guys, because uh, there's a lot of lils. <sighs> Boy, um, what was that? Four or was that three? That was four. That was four. Um, I, Chris Brown is up there because Chris Brown could be a rapper and a singer, so I'd and have to throw Chris, and I'd director. have to throw him up there. Khalid's up there definitely. You just say we're not doing singers though. You're right, but I like Khalid. <laughs> I can't help it. 
But he's not he's not really a rapper though, is he? You know what? All it takes is one song. <laughs> no, All he's a singer. He's a singer. <laughs> Fine. We'll take Cleet off. Uh Post Malone. Definitely Post Malone. Um Let's see. You struggling there, huh? I am struggling. There's a, that's cause there's, <laughs> there's so, so it's many so good. many. There's so many like good rappers, you know what I'm saying? Um Oh, uh, Lil Skies is up there for sure. I like Lil Skies. I really he grew do. on me. I didn't like him at first, but it took a while for him. It took a while, but he dropped that one track. That one track that got me was um, I. I. I like I. That, whew, I heard the song. I was like, this dude's good. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I mean, I'm going to probably stop right there just because I can't think of all of them off the top of my head. But, you know, again, it's like. But There's, like you, but you just can't be stuck in a decade, man. Like you can't. You're imagine, missing out. Uh, on imagine, so many imagine being stuck in the early two thousands, and like you, you got that one dude who's walking around with eight XL T shirts and his name written on his glasses. Like, like get smuggled six digits. <laughs> his his name is written on his glasses like Soldier Boy. You know he's still cranking that Soldier Boy for some reason in twenty twenty. We know a few people. We ain't gonna name. We ain't gonna name you, but we know who y'all are. If you wearing an eight XL shirt and you wear a size medium, just and stop. your ass is grown, you need therapy. <laughs> just, go somewhere. Just stop. Let but it go. for real, it, it, I think uh, people need to be more open minded. It's kind of like it's kind of like how like even just in music in general, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are just stuck. Like you like what you like. Don't get me wrong. That's what you grew up with. I would also say, I also say, like being stuck in a decade transcends hip hop. It goes to like rock. That's what I'm saying. Like all music, because there's definitely people I know. Like as somebody who listens to like metal as well, there's so many people that are just stuck in that whole like mid 2000s, early 2000s rock, and they listen to all these newer bands. And granted, a lot of the newer bands aren't like as good as the older, as you know, or some of the older bands that you grew up with. They change their sound, so it's like, well, I don't like it. But it's called evolving, is what it is. Like you evolve into, you evolve to get with the times. And I think with like that, that's why I'm segueing into '90s rap. A lot of these rappers are still around. They evolve into to keep up because you know with the pop culture, with things in the news. That's what rap is. Rap is a open door to what's going on in our culture. And since y'all love our culture so much. You know, you might as well be like, oh, well, Jay-Z is now doing this, this, and this. All right, we doing the culture thing. We did that like four episodes ago. I know, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, what was I going to say? Shit, I totally forgot what I was going to say. You bastard. <laughs> hey, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, oh, and you know, a lot, I love it. I love hearing when like fans of a certain rapper will go, Oh, this rapper would never work with Lil Uzi Vert. And like two weeks later, that rapper drops a song with Lil yeah, Uzi Vert. I, was like, I heard some clown go, oh, uh, this dude would never work with... I forgot who the fuck it was. But somebody was like, oh, he would never work with... I think it was like... I think it was Lil Nas X. And somebody was like, oh, he'd never work with Lil Nas X. And I'm like... Nas dropped a song with no- Lil Nas X dropped a song with Nas. Like... Who was a legend in the '90s rap game, and y'all got, and some of y'all got mad hurt about that, Mike, because he's progressing, he's getting with the times, right? Like, that's, if you want to be a rap artist nowadays in the game, you have to evolve and be with the times. We're, and by the way, we're not rappers, so we could be completely wrong. We could be, but <laughs> like, I'm just going off, like, I'm just going based off what I know is like, if I was a rapper. And, like, I didn't want to fall off. Then what am I going to do? I'm going to collab with one of the hottest, with, like, the biggest rappers out right now. And the biggest rappers out right now are some of those SoundCloud slash mumble rappers that you guys hate so much. I wouldn't even call them mumble rappers. They just say they're mumble rappers because they don't like them. Yeah. But by definition of the word mumble, if I can understand every word that 21 Savage says, he's not a mumble rapper. A mumble rapper would be, like, designer. I don't know what designer is. <laughs> I think designer would be spitting out ancient spirituals, and that's why we're in the reason why twenty twenty happened is because he was he was telling us he was putting a curse on us with that song Panda. That's that's, that's my like. I'm what telling you, mean? you, but he was he had you know he had a he knew what he was going to happen he, in twenty twenty. He had broads in Atlanta, so I don't know that's a curse, you know. I mean, look what happened in Atlanta now. That's all I'm saying is maybe he put a curse on us and it happened in twenty twenty. I don't know, man. Like, so I blame future. I blame. 
him you, for you almost said future i don't I blame you because when he because when i thought that was future <laughs> when designer came out i was like this new future track slash i was, like, so I was like that's designer i was like <laughs> who the hell is designer what the hell is a designer why do you have it with two eyes <laughs> oh man we could we, we could do a whole episode about rapper names <laughs> like, yeah but and even like since the twenty, honestly, I think rap's gotten so much better. I think especially it's since way like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Way better. Because look at the look at the freshman XSL classes since like twenty ten. By the way, we got to do an episode, or even now, just name your top five favorite XXL classes. Oh man, I think mods had to be like. I would say twenty eleven was my favorite class. Twenty sixteen was great too because everybody, everybody in the twenty sixteen freshman class from Uzi. To Anderson Pack, to Denzel Curry, everybody on the list is doing phenomenal right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yo, the, I feel like either you, you, your career skyrockets off the freshman list, or it plummets. It plummets. Cause like OJ the Juice Man was a freshman, and where his Eddie got Stanimo. Eddie got him Yeah, he was a freshman, and I ain't heard of him since. And that just happens, you know? You fall but off. He was in the same freshman class with Nipsey Hussle. Long live Nip the Great. You know, Nipsey Hussle, his career took off like a rocket. Seriously. And guess who else was in that freshman class? Wiz Khalifa. And Look Wiz where Khalifa. Wiz is at now, bro. One of the <laughs> biggest rappers out there. Right. I've seen Wiz multiple times live. God, I miss concerts. Damn you, <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, 2016 is probably my favorite. Just because, like you said, like... Rappers will like the XSL freshman list is kind of like a do or die kind of thing. Like if you make it on there, cool, but you gotta like prove why the hell you were on there in the first place. Like you just. Can't I also be- feel like some people just get the freshman list because of their name and their hype, or like because of social media, what they did on social media, so everyone was like, "Oh, this guy had like a freestyle on Facebook, and then it dropped, and now he's on the XSL freshman list." But don't get me wrong, whatever you gotta use as your out, like as your like soapbox by all means do it because you got to do what you got to do to get your name out there but if you all you can do is do freestyles on facebook and when it comes clutch time you got to make a record and you can't then maybe it's time to take a different direction you know just saying write a play or something i don't know be the next tyler perry but all we're (laughs) saying is is 90s i think Bless me. Thank you. Uh, sneeze all on the saying, podcast. <laughs> I got all we're saying is is that people need to grow up and stop being stuck in the nineties. That's all we're saying. Cause I, like we've gotten so many we've gotten so many great rappers since the nineties ended. Right. And there's still rappers that were in the nineties that are happening now and they're still successful. Right? Because they know how to Get with the times. Exactly. It's progression. So, and I think that's what a lot of people need to do is they need to progress. I mean, I get it. You like what you like. But when somebody calls you, but you can't be like, oh, all these rappers are trash. All these rappers are trash. Like, bro, you can't say that because you haven't even listened to them. Like, half these rappers are dope. Right? Like, you just can't you, be open-minded. Have you heard Freddie Gibbs' new album, Alfredo? Shit is, is amazing. It's called Alfredo. It's called Alfredo. And it's fucking amazing. Listen to that shit tonight. I don't want to. It's like, like a few tracks. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Uh, you know, another artist that I would Dave suggest. Dave East. Man, Dave East is that dude. Big Crit. Man, thank you for saying Crit, man. He's underrated. Um, who else is another Trev underrated? Trev Rich. Uh, hey, yo, shout out to Trev Rich. Uh, you know who else is an underrated rapper? Lil bro? Boat. Well, he's not underrated, but... Um, I was like, Lil Boat was a freshman, too. <laughs> Same class, 2016. Are we talking underrated? Underrated. Oh, okay. We're talking underrated rappers. I would say, like, Currency. Currency is... Consistent as hell. Mm-hmm. I bet you if I go on Apple Music right now, Currency probably just released two new albums, and no one would even know. <laughs> right, but that's the thing. Like if you, you know, because you're so stuck in the nineties, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't realize it because all you're listening to is Biggie Smalls, Biggie, and, and you know, I, I, this is not a this is not an episode of us shitting on the nineties because like I grew up on nineties hip hop. Same I, here. I love nineties hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to respect the OGs. You have to respect the Dr. Dre's, the Eminem's, the Snoop Dogg's, the Corrupts the Daz Dillingers, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to respect the, the OGs, Dooms, even though he's still around. MF Doom is going nowhere. MF Doom is iconic. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to respect the Wu Tang. You got to respect the Fugees. You know what I'm saying? Tribe Called Quest. Tribe Called Quest. You know what I'm saying? Like they laid it down for these rappers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they but listen. In, but you know, like Curtis Blow 
a rapper's delight if they laid it down for them. Literally, <laughs> and you can say the same, same same thing about every single generation of rap because I guarantee you the generation from Curtis Blow and Sugar Hill Gang is saying the same thing about Run DMC and same generation. Oh, is that the same generation? Yes. Would you, uh, <laughs> bro? They were around in the eighties. They yeah. made a song with Aerosmith. Let's be real. <laughs> okay. Okay. They're All the right. same generation. Okay, you so, go, to, go to any 80s hip-hop track on any playlist on Spotify. Okay, they're going to be there. Okay. So you could have said, like, I don't know. N.W.A. Big L. Big, yeah. Because <laughs> every generation of rap is different. It goes with anything. Every generation of rap is different. So they probably they probably were saying the same thing about us. or We're saying the same thing about this new generation that the older generation before us was saying about us. So it's just like... You, you just can't compare generations. But let's segue into something I want to talk about. I want to talk about your local artists, your friends. Because, you know, I have a lot of rapper friends. I, have I, can, I have tons of rapper friends. But let's disclaim this first. Just because you can sit in a car and freestyle with your friends and they go, you should be a rapper, doesn't really mean that you could be a rapper. Yeah, but that's not the case with my niggas, bro. Like, oh, all, all my homies are um, dope. Yeah. Like, my boy David's dropping a track on the 17th. You need to follow that man on Bandcamp. My boy Ray dropped, what, Extrovert, like, three years ago. And is I he still, working on some new stuff? I'm, I don't know. It's probably going to keep it a secret. Shh. The Hokage is working in the village right now. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, my boy Tucson's dropping heat left and right. I mean, mm-hmm. pickup sticks, I jam that in the car like every day. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, and blah. And I watched them live. <laughs> it's like, right, oh, was, what was the old boy's name? Old boy's name with the dress that was at the show. Oh, Jay? Yeah. J- uh, Jay Styles. Jay, Jay Styles? Jay yeah. something like that? Yeah, him. He dro- He just dropped a track called Bellside Baby. Similar was doing rap. Similar was rapping for a while. Yeah, Similar was, and he was doing amazing. Oh, and then shout out to old dude that was uh, opening the show for Red with the last show that we went to. Not the one. At the one on Broadway, but the one uh, at that show that's across from that Wendy's. And he uh, came out before him. I think that was... Was that Jay? No, that wasn't no, Jay. No, it wasn't Jay. Um, it was He looked like Khalid. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hold on. I, I, can look at, I can look him up right now. Yeah, but like, to be honest, bro, like, okay. Everybody's like, oh, you need to support your rapper friends. I'm like, and I agree. Like, the reason why Atlanta is doing so well in hip-hop is because they support each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, here in Colorado, it's like a secret competition with, like, who can drop their track first. Who track it's has, not a competition. It's, it's really, like, we should just be supporting one another. Like, me, like, my homies, Tucson will drop a track. I'll share that shit, like, 50 times a day if I have mm-hmm. to. You know what I'm saying? Syph dropped his music video for half a mil. Adil Mitchell. Oh. That's what that is. That brother, Adil Mitchell. He was great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Another local artist, you know what I'm saying? But, like, we gotta support our local artists, bro. Like, I would love to see the homies packing out shows like Travis Scott packs Dude, out shows. Imagine, oh, and they have the ability to do it because, right? like, from what I've seen at their concerts, bro, they, like, bro, Ray on stage. They know how to work <laughs> like, a crowd. Granted, it's small, but they know how to work a crowd. Like, bro, like, you've seen Ray how many times perform? Like, what, twice now? Maybe two or three? I think like three times. My three times? Yeah. And every time, it's he gets better better with each he concert. He gets better every show because you learn. Right. And then my boy Scythe. He's amazing on the stage. Tucson, amazing on the stage. I only seen Tucson once, but that was <laughs> lit. Oh, this is going to be a lot of shout outs to the homies, so you be prepared. You know what I'm saying? But like, all my homies have the abilities to pull Coachella numbers if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like, but you need the support. Right. And, you know, just, even if you don't share the video, bro, just share listen. the link. Right. <laughs> like, just just like, if you see, if you're like, even if you're not into that kind of music, just, just share your homie's link, bro. Like, it's the least you can do. Like, my homie Adam. I mean, he's into, like, his, insp- his biggest inspiration is X and Suicide Boys and, you know... Hey man, that's the heavily with the suicide boys, hey, but <laughs> that's not my kind of rap. But I still, whenever he, I see him drop something, I instantly go and share it because that's what you got to do. You got to support your homies, right? And I can't I'll, wait I'll for share, them to I'll be... share my homies' music if they do rock. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I wouldn't say I'm too big on rock. You know, I'm still kind of, you know, testing the waters, if you would say. But you know, like my homie, my homie Brandon. Shout out to Bingham. If he, you know, he drops, he drops his, you know, a track. I'm gonna go share it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's just, it's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at California rappers, bro. 
California rappers work together like machine work. I'm saying like YG and Blueface, they're both they're they're both gang members. They're one's a school, <laughs> one's a gang member. <laughs> one's right. a, one's a schoolyard crib and one's a freaking what a pyro. One's a Cadillac grill because his forehead got so many dents in it. Anyway, we talk about Young Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but like. Bro, you could like look at problem and like glasses Malone. Like they work like clockwork. So it's it's just the California thing. I'm growing up in San Diego, that's just how it was. San Diego rappers worked with San Diego rappers like all the time. So we just need to get that unison in Colorado. Because Colorado is a dope music scene. I don't care what anybody says. All around, like, like, but people, but the problem is, is a lot of times Colorado's not known for that. You want to know what Colorado's for? Their EDM scene. Oh, ED, yeah, Colorado the, is the EDM capital of the United States. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, <laughs> for real. But we need to do that. But we need to take that same energy that we have with all these EDM artists and these DJs and expo and like tell everybody about our friends. Tell everybody that so and so, my friend so and so has got a track out. My so and so follow him on SoundCloud, whatever you know. What I'm saying? Or, you know, like go check out my homie on you know Spotify. You know, just it, it's just a support thing, man. And you know, I'm not I'm not putting anybody on blast. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, Colorado's making some noise, bro. It's mm-hmm. making some huge noise. I I will say in the next probably year or two, the Colorado hip hop scene will be huge. But it's honestly, it's hard though. Like, it's hard to stay. I mean, that's with anything when you're creating content, not just music. It's hard to just stay constant. And it's easy to get, it's easy to kind of get that whole, like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Like, I don't know why, like, I'm not getting views. So you have to stay on the ball. You got to stay motivated. And, like, when people don't listen to your shit and, like, they don't want to, and, like, you're not getting views that you think you are. That's the one thing that I think people need to realize. When you're going to start out, people ain't going to care about your shit. So you got to move on the low and just keep pumping out content. Man, I can't wait to be able to go to like the homies concerts again because I have a blast every time I go. And, you know, next time, next time, if Ray, if you're listening, I know you are, Lord Eighth. If you have a smash trend, I'm going to be ready that time. I'm going to be ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to beat you that one time. <laughs> you almost did steal a dub from Ray. I, I remember that. I did. I got like worked. I, I got worked, but it was cool. <laughs> hey, anyway, you know, it's just just it's just a support thing, man. Um, if you do have tracks you want to hear on the Modern Day Saying uh, podcast, just shoot us a shoot us a message on Messenger. You know, we we really want to blow up the Colorado music scene to you know Atlanta levels, New York levels. You know what I'm saying. And I I know we can do it. I know we can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but the game just we, that's why we started this mini series is because of course we're gonna have interviews with Ray. We're gonna have interviews with Syph. We're gonna have interviews with all these guys so you guys can know who these people are. But we want to use this episode as a launching pad to let you guys like to tell you people like hey like you guys need to go out and support these people. You guys need to show these people love because they're putting in all their hard work and they're I guarantee you there's nights where they're going I don't want to know if I want to do this anymore but with your support including ours you know they could get past that and they could start putting us on the map I'm telling you bro like just imagine like you're at your homie's concert and there's like thousands of people in the crowd bro and you watched him and you were a part of that journey, bro. Exactly. You backstage. When he with the was homies. performing at vape clubs and things like that, and now he's selling out the garden. Right. You were there with him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we, everybody wants to get to Kendrick Lamar levels. Everyone's <laughs> even even those big name artists started somewhere. They started small. And yes. what happened? People supported them. And now, like literally, you look, go look at a Travis Scott video when he was performing in front of like maybe 20, 30 people. And now look at him. You got people jumping off the nosebleeds. God damn it. <laughs> Tra- Travis, don't trademark us. I'm please. sorry. <laughs> but like, he started off small. But you know, but Travis is from Houston though. That's another state. Texas. Houston's huge. But Texas supports their rappers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, Louisiana, New Orleans. If you are a New Orleans artist, you probably gone, you probably known through all of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and it's also a lot of those states are a lot. Yeah, it's crazy because Texas is huge, New Orleans right. is huge, but that doesn't take away the fact that we could be on the same level. You know what I'm saying? Right, we could. I want to be known for something more than just weed. That'd be <laughs> nice. It's like, oh, how's your weed out there, man? Let me ask me about the mountains. <laughs> like, but going off the local views, this all this this mini series is also going to be focusing on just our views of rap in general. So mm-hmm. like, you know, talking about how rap has I wouldn't even say just rap, just music and just music, music in general. Music. Like, I grew up on Motown, bro. My mom put me on Motown. I'm not talking about just the Jackson 5. I'm talking about freaking um Diana Ross and the Supremes, mm-hmm. the Temptations. Mm-hmm. You know, but just, look at how much that's impacted our like our black culture. Like look how much it's like like not even black culture, just like you know how many like influence black music has in like this is gonna be a very like pro black like episode. Cause we black, y'all. Yeah, we black. But y'all. look how much like everyone's like, oh, well, rock and roll came from Elvis. I'm like, rock and roll was invented black, black people. Like Chuck Berry came before Elvis. I hope people know that. Yeah, and it's in it's like we've all like music in general has been influenced by African Americans since. Ever slavery since you slavery, think, you know, and it's like probably longer before then. I think that's why rap is so big now because everybody because people are in love. Everybody loves rap. It's for the first time in American history, rap is the top genre over rock and roll. Which to me, I I knew it was possible, but I didn't think I was gonna live to see it. Yeah, and and then like like going back to the riots and all that stuff. Look how much. Look like. Our music tells our story. Right. So, like, our music tells the story of, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. It tells the story of the civil rights. It gives you a nosedive into what it's like to be black. Right. I mean, and, you know, Ice Cube said it. I think a lot of rappers will tell you all the time, you don't like the lyrics, change the, change the scenes, you know? Change the narrative. <laughs> T.I. was a big example. T.I. was talking about selling drugs and stuff, and now he's... On stage, arguing with Candace Owens and, you know, <laughs> start with some bullshit. <laughs> I hate Candace Owens. <laughs> but still. That's a like, whole nother episode. And we have so many rappers that are advocating for our community, like Killer Mike. Man, shout out to Killer Mike. Like, I, I have to meet that Common, you know. The nicest hip-hop thug, apparently, to Sarah Palin. Whatever. We got so many, and then people are always, and the reason why I say this is because a lot of people are like, oh, you listen to rap, all they talk about is money and bitches, and I'm like, that's not even true, you listen to the wrong rap. You listen to the radio, huh? You listen to the radio, <laughs> and that's all the radio wants to put on, but you know what, if you don't Radio's going to make you stupid, let's just be real. The, like, <laughs> rap music is such a powerful tool because it influences so many aspirations of the culture, again, like... And there's so you, many... You can't watch an NBA game without hearing hip-hop. Right. You can't watch a movie without hearing some kind of hip-hop music in it right. or having a hip-hop right. producer. Like, let's be real. Like, video games that have nothing to do with hip-hop, like a Skyrim game come out. Like, use Kanye West. What? Right. <laughs> like, I, I guess. Sure. <laughs> I mean... There's so <laughs> many... In, like, it influences everything. Everything. <laughs> Like, might as well use Kanye West for everything. <laughs> like, and, like, people don't understand that there's a lot of rappers that give back to their community. And I'm not talking about, oh, they just bought a park. No, I'm talking they helped. They, for they went back and they, like, nip. That's why. He, had, he bought his, he literally bought his bug. And, you know, he opened the marathon. And, you know, like we said in the beginning, like, long live Nipsey. I think Nipsey laid the groundwork for all of us to be better people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he didn't... I mean, granted, you can rap about getting high. You can rap about getting bitches. You can rap about getting money. But Nipsey was putting out free game. Exactly. My and favorite, he was giving favorite, back. My favorite song from Nipsey is Status Symbol. Like, literally. You know, it's... I, that, music, that song is literally inspiration daily, bro. Like... If that, I had to, like, <laughs> give, like... If I had to name a few of my favorite inspirational songs... Honestly, there's a couple of songs from Meek who are like super like um when he's not yelling in my ear. He has to stop yelling. <laughs> if I was in the studio, I'd be like, hey man, he's not gonna stop. I'm yelling. right next to you. He's not gonna stop yelling. That's, that's Meek's thing. <laughs> there's a bunch of songs by Wiz that are very influential. Um, Want to try that again? I don't know what I said. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, 
Yeah, so there's just a lot of artists that everyone always thinks, oh, always talks about, always talks about is getting high, or always talks about is getting bitches and stuff like that. And it's like, no, there, there's usually some kind of hidden message in some of these songs. And I'm not gonna lie, a lot of the artists nowadays, like a lot of the young, like the younger generation, again, not shitting on them because a lot of them have skill. But I feel like that's kind of what they're missing, mm-hmm. in a sense, is because like a lot of these younger, a lot of these younger rappers, they kind of talk about. Sad boy rap, like oh, sad, but uh, like Lil Peep. Yeah, they Long, talk about yeah. Rest in peace, Lil Peep too. They glorify being sad and glorify being depressed. But that's but that's just their reality. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to change their reality. And depression is hardest for we tackled that shit in the first episode. Yeah, that shit is hard to get and out of. At first, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, this is really fucking stupid. Because I was talking about is popping pills and being sad, but that's his reality. That's what he's going through. So that's why so many people relate to him. Right. Like that's why I relate so much to. Certain rappers because I'm like oh shit I went through that or I understand that's why Big Sean is one of my favorite rappers because Kid, yo Kid Cudi is like literally I would I can say Kid Cudi saved my life bro because mm-hmm. like I for sophomore year I was just depressed I don't even know where the depression came from or how I even got there and I mean, you're I was also like, like new here too no no I was in Colorado for a very long time oh sophomore year <laughs> sophomore right. year but I was just like damn this depression sucks and like none of the rappers can relate. And then Kid Cudi released, you know, his first album, Man on the Moon. And I heard that one song, Soundtrack to My Life. And I was like, That's oh like literally one of my, God. like, the first in The first time I heard it, I actually cried. Because it was like, finally a rapper gets me. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. And when you find that rapper or that artist that you're just like, holy fuck. It's like, he knows my life. Like, um, a, like my favorite, my favorite probably album of all time. Is finally famous from Big Sean. No, I remember when that first came I out. I was a be- played the shit out of that album because it's so every single track on that album during that time that I was just going through it. And if you knew me between like 2012 and like 2015, 2016, I was going through it. Life was beating your ass. Yeah, and that <laughs> album honestly stopped me from going to you know it stopped me from going to a dark place because there were songs on. And okay, well, I guess because Fighter Fans came out what, like 2012? I think so, around, around that time. Yeah. And then, Dark, when did Dark Skies Paradise come out? I want to say maybe four years after that. Yeah. So. But those are like my two biggest inspirational albums because he came out with a song called Win Some, You Lose Some. Mm-hmm. And then he came out with the whole, with all of Finally, all of Finally Famous. Like, mm-hmm. I heard those songs, I'm like, bro, like, this is why I fucked with Big Sean so much. And right. then another song that just saved my life was, uh, oddly enough, don't take it because of the title, but Sebastian by uh, Wiz Khalifa. It's just, I know it's about his son, but like mm. if you really listen to it, mm. it like it really hits home for me. Right. And it's just hard to like kind of explain why, but it's just like, I don't know. It's just one of those songs, man. It's right. just one of those songs that kind of just give you a Yeah, no, but like life. Kate Cuddy's album, Man on the Moon, from track one to the very last track, I was just like... Finally, Kid Cudi, under- somebody understands me. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it it was just, it was inspirational. And, you know, and that's just the beautiful thing about music. Music can save a life. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it sadly, you know, it's sad when a artist can't, res- you know, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Um, damn, I can't think of the word. You know, when an artist can't put that love out to themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, losing Chester Bennington, man. Oh, my God. That shit fucked me up. Losing Avicii. I probably messed his name Avicii. up. My bad, bro. I messed it up. <laughs> but, you know, losing, like, him committing suicide was like, whoa. That's, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? And these are, like, people who, like, we looked up to, you know? And, like, it's not, and again, it's not even our... That's not even our genre. Avicii was right. huge in the EDM scene. Right. And then... Lincoln... Yeah, uh, Lincoln Park is Lincoln everybody. Park. Lincoln, we all grew up mm-hmm. at Lincoln Park. If you didn't wake up at six o'clock in the morning to MTV Two playing Lincoln Park music videos, or watch did you, Dragon did you Ball, really, did you really have a a childhood? Or, or watch the Dragon Ball AMV? <laughs> you come home from working or come home from school and type in. Imagine having make, a job back then. Shit, it was, <laughs> it's just, uh, I gotta go to work. You're, yeah. you're, you're thirteen. I know. I gotta go to work. Somebody's gotta pay these bills. You're thirteen. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Bills come, don't know age, Tom. <laughs> and you come home from a long day at school, do your homework, and you go on YouTube and search 
Linkin Park, Dragon Ball Z, AMVs. Bro. <laughs> and this ties into music, but I'm so tired of the disrespect that some of these artists get because of the shit that they've done in their past. Oh, and I'm going to hold, like, I'm going to throw it out there. Chris Ooh. Brown is one of my favorite artists. You can like me, you can delete me, you can block me, whatever. You're like, yeah, but he's a woman leader and this and this and this. People don't understand. You got to hit that nigga first. But you, 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 okay, here's why, going back to the cancel culture episode, this is why I hate cancel culture. Because cancel culture means you can't fuck up at all. You got to be perfect. Right. You got to be Jesus Christ. And a lot of these rappers <laughs> have fucked up past because of where they come from. That's why they're so good they, at rapping. You know what I'm saying? They made one mistake. They, like Meek. This man Meek. There's a reason why he's so big in prison reform because he went to jail for stuff that he had to do. He had to survive to get right. to get out of what to get out of Philadelphia. And is is Meek still Speaking on probation? Speaking of Philadelphia, shout out to Riyadh. Oh yeah, shout out to Riyadh. Yeah, he, he came up with a song called OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking Riyadh. And the man had a song in the movie. I know. Well, well, he told us the story. That's, he told us the story. That's but. a different story. Mm-hmm. But you know, just. Okay, this is why I can't. I would hate to be famous, because if I die, some of the shit that y'all might say about me when I die, I'm gonna come back and haunt you. <laughs> right? I'm gonna do some miscellaneous shit, like make sure you leave to work by cutting your like brakes or some shit. Damn, as a ghost. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga murderous. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of rappers nowadays that people don't listen to anymore because they can't see them turn it like X. Bro, oh my god! So many people Wait, disrespected this man after he died, and he didn't even hit. He didn't even he, hit her. Nothing, literally nothing. And then she admitted to lying, but people don't care about facts, though. Yeah, but he's still an abuser. I'm like, bro, you need like, to look at the facts, and like, it's the fact that okay. And you see, uh, somebody yelled at it, a ski mask concert, and the ski mask had the crowd beat his ass. Are you serious? I'm dead ass wow. serious. Don't disrespect X in front of ski mask. That's their. Yeah, that's his best friend. <laughs> right. Bro, this man lost two of his best friends. Juice World and X. And Damn. X, dude. Yo, prayers up for Ski, man. I hope he's doing all right. <laughs> no wonder he hasn't dropped anything new in a while. I don't know, man. But, like, damn, I, I don't know if I could survive if I lost two of my best friends mm-hmm. in less than a year. Less than a year, No, bro. no, it was no, it was about a year. No, because X died. In 2018. And yeah, then Juice and then... World died last year. Which, yo, that Juice World album, man... That's a tear-jerking album right there, man. I was like, oh, man. Same with Pop Smoke. Like, Pop Smoke's album, you know, and I hate to be one of those fans who was like, I didn't listen to Pop Smoke while he was here. And I'm, I didn't, I, I didn't I, know who the fuck he was. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> right. I felt bad because I'm like, damn, man. And I was like, let me go check out some of Pop Smoke's music. But, you know, it's like, he's dead. So I felt bad. And, you know, but it's like when X made that song with... Um, after Lil Peep died, falling down, X says, man, I wish I would have knew them sooner and, you know, watch interviews sooner because he would seem like a cool dude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but, you know, you die and your music, these numbers, like Juice WRLD and Pop Smoke are pulling numbers that I don't think they could have pulled. Didn't Juice WRLD's album, like, break the stream within 24 yeah, hours? Yeah, 24 hours, it broke streaming records on Spotify. It's insane. Right. But all this goes back to influence. All this goes back to being an influence on your culture, which is what rap music does. It brings people together. It's not just rap. I'm not saying that. It's right. music in general. But we're rap ta- is one of We're talking big- about rap because it's the most popular genre in America. Yeah. Like, there's so many people that relate to Juice World because of all of his songs. Like, all girls are the same because so many people have gone through that. Right. Or Lucid Dreams. A lot of people have gone through that, but they couldn't express it because... I can't say I went through Lean With Me because I've never OD'd ever. Look, I'm good <laughs> on all that. But still, like... But some people have... Pops, some people have went on a drug binge. Some people went on a drug binge, so they understand. And that's why people are like, oh, well, he was just a drug hero. He was just a dopehead. And it's like, yeah, but his music... But he was depressed. He was depressed. That's why people relate to Juice World so well. Yeah. Same with X. X was going through some shit. And, you know, X, before his last words were like, hopefully, you know, if I die, you know, hopefully I'm an influence to somebody. Those were his last words on his um, Instagram live, hours before being shot and killed. Crazy. Right? Crazy. It's like, it's, it's, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I it's, said what I said. It's, it's, but like Sim said, it's all about influence, you know what That's I'm saying? That's all it is. And somehow, somewhere, there's people that are influenced by 6 9 I don't know who, but there's people who are influenced by... Pedophiles. <laughs> 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 And snitches. But anyways. You know? And not all... I think there's a lot of, like, 
again, going back to the whole being stuck in the 90s things, there's a lot more influential rappers now than I... Honestly, I feel there's a lot more influential rappers now than there were in the 90s. But I think Tupac... I, You know what? Zim might have called Tupac overrated earlier in this podcast episode, but I, I will say Tupac was definitely ahead of his time. I think Tupac was... He, he was living in, like, 96, but his mind was in, like, 2096. You know Granted, saying? like, okay. Like, I will say this. Tupac as a person, brilliant. He's an amazing mind. Amu- amazing poet. Amazing poet. Like, he was smart. He knew, like, he knew how things was working, like, before people even knew. Right. Like, and I think, and I, I get why people, like, I get why people love Tupac so much. I really do, but I hate the fucking comparison. That's my thing. I hate. Right. I hate. Like, like, yeah, but he wouldn't be able to do Tupac numbers. He wouldn't be do this. I'm like, you have to I will, realize. I will say that you got to separate Tupac's legacy from, you know, you know, the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'll put it like this: Tupac's legacy can't be touched. I I will say that. I'll be the first to say that. You know, but skill wise, like I remember when Joey Badass said that he was better than Tupac, and I was like, how dare he say that? I'm like. Lyrically, lyrically, lyrically Joey Badass is definitely better than There's Tupac. There's a lot of artists out there that are lyrically better than... Like, Lil Wayne is lyrically better ooh, than Tupac. Ooh, that's a stretch. And <laughs> it's like, look, I'm I'm saying, like, ooh, that's a... Lil Wayne's a lyrical genius. But better than Tupac? Not, okay. Really? Newer, newer Lil Wayne? No. But older like, Lil Wayne? Yes. I was like, hmm, you want to rephrase that? Like, newer newer Wayne, no, because he doesn't give a shit anymore. He's done what he had to do, but, like, you could say You could say J.I.D. Yeah. If you don't know who J.I.D. is. Before Kanye is, went crazy, I guess Kanye would be in that conversation. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't that, say I wouldn't say lyrically better, but creative-wise, oh, too... There's a lot of artists that are creatively better than Tupac. The college series from... Late registration, the college drop. Tyler the Creator. Oh yeah, shout out Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator is man. His 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 hey, journey. Some of the lines though. That that we're not gonna, we're not gonna say. I'm not that. gonna say it. Spotify <laughs> is gonna cancel our shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, but uh, you know, from you look at Tyler the Creator from like Bastard to Igor, bro. He's come so far mm-hmm. as an artist. Even Odd Future when they're still a thing, and I keep hearing that they are a thing, but I don't think that they are. Uh, we haven't had an odd future tape. We haven't had an odd future tape since. Like, I don't know. I don't know what odd future's doing, but you know. But let's, we're talking about Tyler right now. Yeah, you know. But we're talk. We're also talking about artists who are lyrically or creatively better than Tupac. Right. And there's a ton of like Shoot, the whole ASAP squad. Well, not all of them. ASAP Rocky. I'll give ASAP Rocky Ferg. and I'll, Ferg. Like, like, like I'll creatively. I'll say ASAP Twelve B Two. I don't know who that one is. He's he's pretty low key in the ASAP mob. Oh god! Okay. <laughs> like, but anyways, um, anybody like, in um just, just to go back to Kanye, I think Kanye West's best album, and you hear a lot of Kanye Fest fans say "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy," which in my opinion is probably Kanye's like I'll put that his in the most hall of, creative. I'll put that in the Hall of Fame. That was his. But most my favorite album. album from Kanye, outside of "Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy," would be "Eight Away and Heartbreaks," because. Mm. There's no rapping on it. Kanye's singing on every song. Yes, it's auto-tune, but those songs, like, uh, amazing. They, how long did the NBA use that song for? Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 like, uh, but Love Lockdown was a great song. They fucked that video. I had nightmares. Them damn African niggas was in the middle of What's in the Heartless. Oh, my God. Everybody. That music video is probably one of his dopest music videos. Seriously. Dude. Oh, and then welcome to Heartbreak with Kid Cudi. I thought he, I thought my TV was broke with all them colors. <laughs> so I didn't show it. I was like, ah, shit. Ah, shit. <laughs> my dad's gonna kill me. <laughs> but I was like, oh, it's just a video. Okay, cool. But you know, like today's rap compared to the '90s, you can't really compare them. Okay, you can't. You just can't. You can't. Just create you can't the look. It. The atmosphere is different. That like, there's a reason why we're saying all this. The atmosphere is different. The culture was different in some aspects. The mindset of a lot of rappers were different in some mindsets or in some aspects. It was all just different. Back then, a lot of rappers were rapping to stay because it was it was gang war. It was East Coast versus West Coast. But so a lot know, back like, then it was if but, you're not on Def Jam or Def Row, 
then you were on Bad Boy, and you it was just like fuck the East Coast, fuck the West. Coast. Yeah, but a lot of the nineties also had like when Dr. Dre released the Chronic, it was a time of peace because it came out after the L.A. riots. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like L.A. riots in ninety two, and then Dr. Dre dropped the Chronic after all that shit popped off. And you know, if you listen to the Chronic, it's just a feel good nineties album. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I would put that in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame if there was. A hip hop hall of fame, you know. The fuck is in there? Hip hop hall of fame. That's a good question. I don't know. Advocate for that right now, right? <laughs> but you know, um, Doggy Style from Snoop Dogg, that would be in the hip hop hall of fame. You know, Ready to Die from Biggie, hip hop hall of fame. All Eyes on Me, hip hop hall of fame. But uh, that's because you want to know why? Because a lot of those albums, besides the Chronic, were talking about what was happening with the East Coast and the West Coast wars. True. A lot of that was talking about what straight was happening at, back straight then. Straight out of Compton from NWA. NWA's first album talked about what life in Compton was like, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So, I like, it's it's both sides. Like, we're not shitting on the 90s because... We're a product of the 90s. We're a product of the 90s. But we're also saying that a lot of the rappers nowadays are more creative. They yeah. have more ways to... But be, you gotta look at the times. Be like the that, times. Yeah. Like... Shoot, we have we have evolved. Is all we're saying is you just have to get with the times because we're evolving, things are changing, and you can't just be stuck in one dimension because you're not going to see the full spectrum of it. Oh, and um, segueing into something real quick, I need everybody who's listening to this podcast to write onto MTV Twitter to bring your MTV raps back. God damn it! Like, please, we need your MTV raps like today. I'm tired of watching Sixteenth and Pregnant. I'm. <laughs> Jersey Shore and ridiculousness. I can only watch so many funny interviews, uh, funny interview internet videos. <laughs> right. <laughs> but MTV for like the past decades, like look how fucking cool Rob Deerdick is. <laughs> like, like okay, you're in music television. Play some music Play videos. Music. Yo, bro. Imagine. Okay, going back to the homies. Just imagine like waking up at like three in the morning because it's when MTV shows music videos for some reason, and you see the homie Syph oh on MTV. God, I'd be. I would be so lit. But probably, it's hard though because nowadays everyone's got YouTube and That's the thing. That's why I think the MTV VMA should be canceled. Mm. Yeah, award <laughs> shows are fucking bogus, dude. No, some award shows some are. Or, some of them are fucking bogus. It's just a popularity contest. Like nobody gives a shit about the VMAs anymore. No, I haven't watched the VMAs since like twenty. I don't think the last the last VMAs 14. I watched was two thousand eight. Damn, bro. Yeah, dude. I've not <laughs> watched them I haven't watched them since. But the BET Awards. Well, that's a culture. That's a that's a a showcase of our culture. Yeah, so I kind of have to. On a white-owned <laughs> television station. But anyways. Hmm. <laughs> it's actually owned by a black person. Oh, is it? Yeah. Ooh, finally. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we're probably going to land this plane because we're kind of on the 50-minute mark. You know, we getting kind of getting there. But uh, we say all this just to say, like, music is changing. It's, it comes in waves, man. You know, who knows what the next wave is going to be in hip-hop and rock and country. And, you know, I just noticed we haven't mentioned country until now. I like country. I low-key like country. <laughs> <laughs> like, certain country. Not that... But it all mm-hmm. goes back to just being stuck in the 90s. You can't be one-dimensional, bro. Like I said, you can like what you can like. I understand that. If, like, you think, like, if you think the old-school rap sounds better than you, cool. It's a preference. I ain't gonna hate on nobody for having a preference, but if your reasoning behind you liking it is because oh, these are, all are these artists suck, or they're not influential, or all they do is mumble rap and they just have rainbow hair or whatever else, then you're not really the only nigga with rainbow hair is Takashi. Yeah, but when like I started hearing about this, a lot of the niggas had rainbow hair. Like the Uzi had kind of had rainbow hair for a while. You know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah. So yeah, but. That's why I'm saying, like, if that's your reasoning, then you're not seeing the full spectrum. You don't understand rap music. Or just music, period. You, just, you don't understand just... music, period. You're just listening to it to listen to it. Right. And if that's what you want to do, cool. But at the same time, you have to be ready to argue your point when you say, oh, all these rappers nowadays, they all sound the same and they, they don't talk about anything important and they're just there for the money. Some of them are, yes. Right. I'm not going to lie. Like, a lot of them are just in, into it for the money. But at the same time, if you want change in the music industry and you want shit to sound better, support your friends, go to their shows, get their names out there, and then you can finally say, okay, like, and then you can finally be like, okay, maybe this isn't so bad. Maybe I can listen to 
this and this is because you're changing the narrative. I got one more point before we go, and it's, it's really just a request. Can we stop calling lyrical rappers corny? It's it's so weird Stupid. to me. I'm like, it's so Joyner, weird. Oh, I totally forgot to put Joiner on that list. It's like, oh. how did you forget Joiner? I don't. <laughs> but I it's like, oh, Joiner Lucas is corny. I'm like, how? Because he talks about important stuff. Because he talks about, like, <laughs> this man literally came out with a whole album called ADHD talking about how he had ADHD. Right. And people still call him corny. They call, well, Russ is deserving of being called Russ corny. Russ is a fucking. I don't, I, I don't, say I, heard. I don't hate Russ, but, like, dude's just too damn foggy. I'm gonna fight him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that nigga's hair. Um, <laughs> what was another? People call Hobson corny. Um, oh, I I'm not gonna call him corny. I don't like him, but I'm, I'm not gonna call him corny. He's not the worst rapper I've heard. He's actually a really great rapper, but then you know, I'm not gonna right. call him corny either. But it's just like, you know, but that's just a product of the times changing. People want to have you fun. You know, it's funny, and a lot and of people people, people want to have fun. Back people, then, there were a lot of corny, lo- uh, corny lyrical rappers in the nineties. They but called no one's Will, gonna call them that. They called Will Smith corny because he didn't mm. swear in his songs. Well. <laughs> That's all the time we have for today. <laughs> yeah, he didn't cuss in his songs. They called him corny. Shoot, even Eminem made a jab at him on one of his songs. Well, there was like a bunch of artists back then that they called corny because they didn't. They were either too good conscious rappers or they were they talked about real but shit. But back in the day, being a conscious rapper was like like brand Nubian, African Bambada, and the uh, Zulu Nation. They were dope. You know what I'm saying? But nobody called them corny. Is what nobody I'm called them corny. Cause, but now it's like you got J. Cole was, and Kendrick and they're like, oh, well, they're corny. I've never heard anybody call J. Cole. I have, but I'm saying. Actually, no. I've heard a lot of people call J. Cole corny, but not Kendrick. They called Lupe corny before he fell off. You know what I'm saying? And I like Lupe. I don't know what happened to him, but I like Lupe. I know the nigga's like a samurai or some shit now. He's some, <laughs> I think he took some kind of weird like Chinese drugs. <laughs> but... There's, yeah, so to your point, there's a lot of, again, you have to go with the times. You have to progress. Like, you can't just call somebody who's not your favorite rapper, like, trash. Like, trash, or J. Cole, who's a conscious rapper. Trash. That corny. he's corny because, and then turn around and have somebody who you grew up listening to in the 90s. Like, okay, if that's the case, then Tupac's corny. Oh shit! You gonna get us killed? I'm just saying. No, you gonna get us killed. I'm just saying. Like right, you can't. To, to everybody, I love y'all. Zim, <laughs> if we die tonight, that's because Zim said some shit about Tupac. I'm just saying. You that's a cardinal sin in the old head neighborhood. But think about it. Like <laughs> if you're gonna call J Cole corny or Joyner corny, then you might as well call Tupac corny. Ah oh, man, oh we about to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so we're gonna wrap this up, guys. But I have a challenge for you guys. If, in the comment section on our Facebook page. Give us your top 10 rappers from any generation. You know, we'll give you our top 10 rappers from any generation. Let's have fun with this series, all right, guys? All right, Sands, we love you. We'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, we can get some of the homies on the next episode. And uh, we out.